Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. David Dacker, your host. Please check out the website, openbar.space. You can also find me on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Alexa, and Overcast. All right, so welcome back. This is uh, Friday, August the uh, 18th. Oh, no, August the 16th. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we opened uh, Bravery Chef Hall, and I've been able to work, you know, 100 hour weeks and um, deal with a bunch of shit. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was the uh, something that you would have to deal with whenever you're coming up with your own, you know, you want to open up your own bar and uh, you have other people involved and um, you have a specific idea, right? You have a concept. Your concept is based on these things that you value and they are things that you know through experience, whether as a consumer or as a industry professional. And the thing is, is that other people, each individual, whether consumer or industry professional, has an idea and has their own value system when it comes to what a bar or restaurant should be. And I'm going to focus right now on bar because that is uh, what I'm doing and that is what I do and that is what I prefer. I prefer bars over restaurants because I waited tables for a long time and and uh, man, it's uh, although I love bars with food, but that's a different thing. So that said, concept. So concept is this thing that, that you have formulated in your head. And um, whether you're saying, okay, this is going to be a sports bar and it's going to be based on the University of Houston, or this is a sports bar that is you know, everything that is Houston, so Rockets, Astros, U of H, St. Thomas, like, you know, you, you throw everything in there. But that's your concept. That's what you make your decisions off of, whether it, it hits or misses with consumers, that's a different thing. Because you don't know what's going to work unless you're doing something that everybody else has done, unless you're, you're a copycat and uh, you do something um that is already been done and you know it to be successful, then at that point, then you're sort of like changing the colors and changing the theme a little bit, but essentially it's the same thing. And, and we see a lot of those cookie cutter type places and people do flock to them in some occasions, in some locations and in others they don't. Um, but I think that because we are in this experience driven um, generation, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the best way to go. But if you have enough money to throw at it, uh, like corporations do, they can make it work. Um, but just getting back to a bartender, let's say, opening his own bar, like in my case, there's sometimes you get pushback on your concept and your ideas because it doesn't make sense to the person that is writing the checks. 
And so then you have to deal with convincing them and uh, allowing them to, or not allowing them, but sort of sharing your concept to the degree that, you know, they can start to see your vision. And that goes to a certain extent. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But there has to be enough trust in the relationship in order to, for both parties to get what they want out of the exchange. But the best way, well, before I get into explaining concepts, you know, you have to stay true to the idea that you're going for. You're going to have, you're going to be spending a lot of time in this place and you have to believe in it. And then whenever you bring people in, employees, they have to believe in it. And if you don't, then they don't. And it's as simple as that. So whenever you have, you work through this process of uh, finding an investor, or let's say you have the money yourself, um, even if you are self-funded, you're still going to have customers and other industry professionals telling you what you should do. And I think you should, to the degree of what is it that you want to present, um, you need to ignore all of that, um, how to present it. Well, then, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And so I think that that's why you should listen to some people that you trust. Um, even sometimes people you don't trust may give you information that <laughs> is good. But either way, the point is, is like, the concept itself that you want, what you want to present, you need to stay true to that. How to present it? Well, there's more than one way. And depending on the, what the location is, what your demographic is, you know, all these different things, um, it, it makes a difference as to the how, not the what. The what is the thing that makes you unique. The what is the thing that people will go to your place for. And um, there are some very successful uh, entrepreneurs uh, here in Houston and in other cities, obviously, that are very good at that. They're very good at, at identifying something that people will react to and then fully going on and uh, realizing that. And so in talking about concept and how you explain it, it's almost like a dream. You know, when you have a dream, it's so vivid and it's so three-dimensional and it's so complete. If you remember it, right? Talking about the dreams you do remember. And regardless of how much you try to tell or explain it to someone else, it's like nearly impossible because, you know, you were there. <laughs> it's your dream. This happened in your mind. And, um, and to be able to explain it to the fullest it's impossible because there's so many details that made you feel a certain way or, you know, made you think of other things. Um, and I'm starting to think and realize that that is how a concept is whenever you're dependent on other people because it's almost like you can't explain it enough. You know, there's so many little details that you want to be left alone to do it, but then you also need help because it's crazy like that, especially whenever you're talking about a market that is so saturated, like the bar and restaurant industry, which we might say is very saturated in Houston, but there's a lot of places in the country that it's, you know, that boom of restaurants and bars has, uh, has pretty much peaked. And the competition now is stiff no matter where you are. So giving yourself a few years to sort of develop into it, well, then you're going to have to have a lot of, a lot of money 
to keep yourself open regardless of what your sales are. Um, but yeah, so given what I've been going through in the last few weeks, I wanted to share that because is, um, you know, it's a lot of work. There's a certain level of insanity that needs to exist for you to do this because it never ends. And after you put, you could put in a 20 hour day and then turn around and put in an 18 hour day and then turn around, turn around and put another 20 hour day. And is is they just keep coming. It's not going to stop, you know, until you, you, you basically bow out. So the fact of the matter is that because it's so incredibly demanding, especially at the beginning when you're realizing this concept, this idea, this dream that you have, then you have to be committed to to doing it. And I think that that is uh, unfortunately something that, that we see uh, fail. And, and because of that, um, you know, the people that you hire uh, suffer. And I think that's, uh, that's really unfortunate. Again, it is, uh, it is Friday. I need to get to work. Um, the last month has been uh, a growing experience, without a doubt. And it has um, put a lot of things into perspective. So next week, again, um, see if I can finagle my schedule with the chefs over at the hall. As well as the, um, I do want to get Chris Morris on here. Um, probably Patrick Abalos again, Nate Rafael. These are, these are just people I like talking to about, about this kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, see who else uh, pops up on the radar. I think uh, Zach Russell might be on that list too. Remember, take care of yourself take care of each other and keep the conversation going.